Hi, I'm Hannah, team manager of the Orange Arrow Players Association, a nonprofit organization with the mission of coaching student athletes to aim for success off the field. Have you heard the news? Orange Arrow is turning 10. Please consider giving a monthly donation of $10 for 10 years of OA at www.orangearrow.org. Make sure to also subscribe to our newsletter and follow us on social media to see how we're celebrating. Thank you for listening. Welcome to Inside the Play Call with Orange Arrow. And I'm your host, Sean Robinson. And today we have a very, very special guest, my guy, Phi J. Wayne. What up, Jared? How are you, man? Yes, sir. I'm great, man. How are you doing? I'm well, I'm well. And so, yeah. you know, when I start the podcast, you know, I usually play music to kind of to kind of get me into the zone. And uh, we're going to talk about your hometown. So the music I started playing when you entered was a little bit of drink, a little free smoke. And and, and, and and not only because, you know, you're, you're from Canada, he's from Canada, but I'm also, I'm ready for that free smoke anytime you want it on that field. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, of course, of course, man. And that's, that's what I love, you know, whenever uh, whenever you call me, I call you, it's always that, that dialogue and that, um, you know, that competitive nature, you know, who went in that one-on-one in the red zone, so. Come on, dog. You I'm all for it. I'm all dog, for it. Because I take you to the red zone, and so so I'll, I'll give you a scenario. I'll be like, it's third and seven, the ball on the 18. I'm mm-hmm. locked up on you. What you going to do? I always take you to the yeah. red zone because you're significantly taller than me, so you think you have an advantage over me, but you don't. <laughs> you don't, dog. <laughs> uh, I love it, man. I love it. All love. And so, as you know, the importance of warming up and stretching, correct? Mm-hmm. Of course. Got a couple warm-up questions for you. Cool. Here we go. If you go and listen to one musical artist <laughs> for 30 days straight, their entire catalog, who are mm-hmm. you selecting? That'd be Drake. You uh you touched on right. before, you know, being from Canada. Um, you know, light skin kid from Canada trying to make it an Americanized industry. I feel like there's just a lot of similarities between us. Um you know, I can relate to a lot of his music. I know, you know, Spongy's talking about back in Toronto and, and all that. So definitely something that, uh, you know, his his catalog alone, the hits he has and um, being able, you know, just that that uh, that dynamic style that he has, being able to rap, sing, you know, uh, there's something for there's something for everybody and something for every mood you have. So I think he, he's definitely in that spot. I dig it. I dig it. And so... When you think about Drake, is there a certain era era Drake that you really enjoyed the most that you find yourself going back to, or even an album you feel like, man, it's, that stays in the rotation? I would say my favorite album from him was probably "Take Care." That's Ooh. some something I can Early always revisit. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but at the same time, like I can appreciate you know him reaching out and, and trying new things and, and evolving with music. Um, so that's definitely something that, you know, I appreciate and, and tip my hat to him as well. Just expanding his, you know, um, his style and, and trying to, you know, touch different areas and, and whatnot. So different cultures, different genres. So I think that's really cool. Man. So, um, take care. You were, were you in like high school, middle school? You were in middle school probably? Yeah, I was in middle school. Middle yep. school, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, ten or eleven years old. So, 
Yeah, that was a pivotal time for me. <laughs> right? 10 or 11 yeah. talk about, they love a new girl. I said, they love a new girl. <laughs> you don't even know what you're talking about, dog. You don't know, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Dig it, dig it. And so, if you had to be on a reality show, you had to be. I know you're really low-key laid back. Mm. And you wouldn't choose to be on one, but if you had to be on a reality show, which one would you select? Definitely something competitive. Uh, I think something like Amazing Race. Um, that's definitely something my sister and I have always talked about, you know, um, whenever I'm done playing, getting on that, uh, you know, trying out for that. So I think that would be really cool. For sure. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. I dig it. Last one, but a question. Favorite TV show? of all time came on right now you will sit down and watch the episode that's a tough one for me um a lot of a lot of people like if i had to choose one i think i'd probably go with game of thrones um i just yeah the, yeah. the story and you know character development you know just i think that just the way they made it um you know, you never knew what was going to happen, really. So I think that was a really, a really cool show. Definitely one that, that caught my attention every Sunday when it came on. So um, my, I think i got to go with that one for sure. Man, my wife was a fan of Game of Thrones. I couldn't get into it. Yeah. I saw the first couple episodes. It was doing too much with the dragon yeah. and all the other yeah, stuff. It's not, you know, it's not like. for everybody. Yeah, it's not for everybody. <laughs> I dig but, it, though. Yeah, I dig it. One. <laughs> so take us back. Hometown. Early beginnings, young Jared, take it away a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I was born in, obviously I'm from Canada. I was born in Ottawa, Ontario, grew up in Peterborough, Ontario. Um, and from a young age, I always kind of just gravitated towards sports, you know, no matter what it was, soccer, hockey, basketball, obviously football, um, you know, always just outside with my friends, having a ball in my hands, you know, skating in the winter, all that stuff. So, that was always, you know, a huge part of my life and, and of course still is, um, you know, even when I'm done playing football, I definitely want to, you know, stay around sports and, and just be an avenue for young athletes to, to you know, follow their dreams for sure. So um, a couple of things. Hold on. I'm going to interrupt right quick. Yeah, yeah. Ottawa, Ottawa. So their local team is the Red Blacks, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, do you know Rafael Rujalopes? Of course. Of course. Ra Ra, yeah. that's crazy, yeah. y'all. I don't know if we talked about this, but, you know, he used to play for the Red Blacks. Yeah, we, we talked yeah. about it briefly uh, back in the summer, but... Um, that is right, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it is, it is really cool um, that he was up there and playing. So, um, and, and my dad actually played for them back in the day. Uh, they weren't the Red Red Blacks back then, but the Rough Riders and the Renegades, he he played back then. So, um, yeah, it is cool how that works out. What position did your dad play? Outside linebacker. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. The Mason, I think he's a side yeah, for sure, for sure. There it is. And so you said skating. Are you talking about uh, ice skating? Yeah. So, honestly, I thought I was going to be a hockey player. Seriously? Um, yeah, that was that was my first love for a sport. They throw you on the ice pretty early out there. So, um, you know, just kind of fell in love with it, the fast pace, you know, the skill that it takes. Um, and, you know, it's it's completely different from, from a lot of other sports just because you're on the ice and um, – you know, skating alone takes a lot of skill to to be good at. So, um, definitely uh, have uh, a, a, an appreciation for for hockey and and what you know guys in the NHL can do for sure. 
Dow, how long did you keep up the sport? Like, did you play through middle school or you stopped elementary? Yeah, my last I, – I started playing when I was about four or five and then stopped playing when I got to high school. So, that was a good stretch for sure. And that's yeah. when I became serious about football. I really was in high school. So, yeah, it was a, a, a good transition. And so, at the prof- professional level with the NHL, we know mm-hmm. it's part of the game for them to – throw off the gloves and get and get yeah. into a little fight. Now, yeah. is that also part of the game at a younger age, like middle school, or does that it doesn't kick in until like college or the pro level? No, yeah, it doesn't kick in until I can't remember exactly what uh what age group it is, but it's not until you're about 17, 18 year, years old that you can start fighting. So yeah, they yeah. keep it out of the game when you're young. Obviously, you know, competitive competitive nature and, and stuff like that kicks in, but um, yeah, you're not you're not squaring up with anybody when you're young. So, got you, got you, got yeah. you. And so, we're gonna talk about football. So, you grew up playing hockey. Did you play any other sports growing up? Yeah, uh, like I said, soccer, uh, basketball, yep. golf you as hoop? well. Yeah. Um, that yeah, yeah. We, we we gotta talk. <laughs> we gotta bring that up though because yeah, man. You talk yeah. about free smoke. I want that smoke, we man. Still, yeah, I want still that golf get smoke. Out. Yeah, we go get it, man. <laughs> hey, you were clowning my 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 uh, my screen not too long ago, dog. So when we go, it's not about what it looked like; it's about what it what it does, though, right? Yeah, of course. All that is what's on the scorecard. All that is what's on the scorecard. Doesn't matter how you get it done. Yeah, but uh, man, so yeah, you, you, so you played a number um, of really, sports growing up. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, that now, was uh, you know, just what kept me busy. That's what I like. That's what I love to do. So. Now, any any other interests outside of sports that we may not be aware of, whether it's writing, acting, uh, did you get into dance, anything else that you were uh, art, anything else you were interested in besides sports, or was it like I'm all into sports? Uh, really, it was all like all into sports. Um, at There's a lot of sports right too. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that took up a lot of my time, obviously. But um, like right now. I've started to to get into reading for sure. I got a couple books here that I'm reading, um, which are good. So um, that's definitely an interest of mine right now. Um, other than that, like you said, you know, I'm a simple dude. I like spending time with family, um, you know, giving back to people whenever whenever I get the opportunity. Just use my platform in, in positive ways for sure. That's something yeah. that, that hits home for me. So, so growing up, any um, uh, siblings? Siblings, yeah, I have three siblings. I'm the youngest of all of them. Um, you know, definitely. So, uh, go did ahead. Did it give you a hard time being a baby, baby J? Uh, so <laughs> I have a so I have a full sister. She's uh she's two years older than me. I grew up with her, you know, my my entire life, and then I have a stepbrother and a, a half sister as well. So, um, okay. I spend the the most time with with my full sister. Um. But you know they all share you know equal equal places in my hearts and whatnot. So I have love equal love for them. But um, my sister, yeah, the, my full sister, she definitely gave me a hard time growing up, um, just being the baby and and always saying I'm you know I'm getting all the attention and and uh, whatnot. But I don't I don't buy it. I don't buy it. So. <laughs> now uh, was she an athlete as well? Yeah, she played. Uh, she played a lot of sports growing up as well. Soccer was her main sport, um, and she played really all throughout high school. So, and so, when did you really 
like fall in love with the game of football. So when did or <clears throat> slash like when did that became when did that become a uh, focal point for you? I mean, I always loved it. Um, it was always fun. I was always good at it. Uh, you know, my obviously my dad playing uh, played a role in it as well. So um, I would say. Yeah, beginning of high school is really when I started taking it seriously and, and made that transition from hockey to football um, and really just, you know, told myself I'm going to I'm going to go all the way with it. So, um, yeah, that was definitely the kind of the turning point in uh, in my career, I guess. And uh, yeah, I, I never look back. So. And so we're going to talk <laughs> about your time at Pitt. But coming out of high school, what other schools were you considering? To go yeah so I had obviously being from Canada you know the process of getting to um, you know a division one school in this case Pitt is a bit different from what happens down here um, you know no coaches were coming up to see me I was having to go to camps you know every weekend in the summer and um, travel with my seven on seven team to get you know exposure and, and stuff like that so uh, Pitt I got all my offers from, you know, either camps or um, just tape, the tape that I had uh, from playing ball in Canada. But Pitt, uh, I got that offer from a camp, and it was my only Power 5 offer. My other offers were USF, Bowling Green, and Old Dominion. So I figured I'd jump on Pitt, you know, got a really good vibe. Um, when I stepped on campus and when I camped there, having the coaches see me live, and just seeing what I could do was big for me as well. And then really just, you know, all the people in the facility, um, you know, meeting all the coaches and training staff and stuff like that. Just, it felt like I was welcome and it felt like a great spot to be. So, um, you know, my time at Pitt was nothing but a blessing. Um, you know, obviously um, it, it put me in a position to chase my dreams, which I'm doing now. So, um, you know, I'm forever thankful for for them and, and my time there. Well, Dow, so take your time at, at Pitt. Uh, what did you major in? I majored in administration of justice. And how did you balance being a student athlete? Talk talk about that a little bit. Yeah, it's uh, a skill that I definitely sharpened while I was in college. Going into to college, you're um, not really sure what to expect and what the workload is going to be like. So, you know, it takes some time to figure it out. But um, I think as long as you're dedicated and you take care of you know, the little things on and off the field, then you should have no problem with it, really. Um, but it's all about just time management and, and prioritizing, you know, what, what you have to do to, to make it happen. Now, were you able to go back and forth between pit and home um, on a consistent basis, or were you pretty much on campus? Like, even during the breaks, did you go home, or you pretty much stayed on campus? Uh, whenever I got, you know, valuable time, so anything, you know, I, I wouldn't go home on, like, weekends or anything like that. That doesn't make sense, but uh, whenever I got a good stretch of time, I, I can usually make it home. It was only a, a six-hour drive, so it's not not too bad. Definitely shorter than, you know, a lot of guys on the team, actually. So, um, yeah, whenever I got, you know, like a week here or there, a um, week or two weeks, I'd definitely try and make it home and see my people. But at the same time, they were coming down to me. Um, you know, they caught pretty much every home game or just, you know, in the offseason, whenever they got some time to come down and, and just say what's up. I was always uh, – that was always taken advantage of. The um, I didn't know it was that close. That drive six hours. That's a doable yeah, drive. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it wasn't until later on when I was living in Pittsburgh that I realized how close uh, the drive is to Toronto. Yeah, 
Yeah, so, yeah. so that's not a bad drive. So I actually made sure I made that trip. Um, my then, I think my wife and I, we were engaged at that time. I don't know if we were quite okay. married yet. Actually, maybe yeah. we were married. Married. We was like, we made sure we made that trip. We went to Niagara Falls. We went to Toronto before yeah. we moved to uh, South Florida. And so yeah. uh, I'll take you back to Canada, man. Like, okay. Did you spend much time in Toronto uh, growing up? Or, or yeah. yeah, of course, yeah. Um, you know, city, it, definitely. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, I have family up there too, so um, I was always in and out. You know, it's an hour and a bit from from Peterborough where I grew up. So we were oh, wow. Like, yeah. Um, I'll spend a day up there, whatever. But at the same time, so Peterborough is a it's really a, a hockey city. Um, it's a small city about 80,000 people over, probably over that now, but um, football wasn't very big growing up. So I was always having to go to Toronto to, you know, practices and training and, and whatnot. So yeah, I definitely spent uh, a lot of time in Toronto growing up. T-Dot, T-Dot, man. Mm-hmm. I, 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 yeah, I, I describe Toronto as like a clean New York, man. It's a beautiful yeah. city. Oh yeah, beautiful, sure. beautiful Great. city. And so it just made me think about this. Maybe it made me think about the, uh, the Raptors. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Vince Carter era. What athletes did you look up to growing up? Uh, what sport are we talking? I mean, it doesn't matter. Take it. It what, doesn't what matter. Come to mind. Yeah. Um, with like two or three athletes that come to mind. Sidney Crosby's one Pittsburgh yeah. Pittsburgh guy. Uh, yeah. you know, for for the hockey, but um. Kobe was was a big influence um, on just my, you know, how I attack things, really. Not even in, you know, just in sports, but in life in general, just, um, you know, going at things with everything you have. Uh, you know, he, he definitely played a, played a big role in, in what I try to embody as an athlete and just my mentality. So um, that was huge. I played quarterback uh, growing up and, you know, really throughout, all my younger years of football, I played a bit of running back as well, but all throughout high school, really, until I got down here to Clearwater my last year. So Aaron Rodgers was always my guy um, at quarterback. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, really. Those are three strong ones, yeah. Yeah, sure, for sure. Um, some receivers. Talk about that. Randy Moss was always a guy that I liked. Uh, Reggie Wayne was a guy that I liked back in the day. Hey, so I got a Reggie Wayne story. So that was my era. And yeah. so I remember we were playing Miami my sophomore year. You heard mm-hmm. all of this hype about Santana Moss. Yeah. Right, Santana Moss, he was that guy, right? Yeah, and then yeah. it was like, who's this 87 over there? We learned quickly who that number 87 yeah. oh, is. Yeah. Uh, so so I'm going to tell you this, bro. I think I might have said this on a previous podcast episode. I was actually on the highlight reel for uh, Santana Moss and Reggie uh, Ring when they got drafted uh, in the first nah. round. <laughs> Santana yeah, caught the ball. It, yeah. It's fun. And I hit it. He like tightrope on the sideline. He hit him going out. And yeah. then Wayne, dog, he caught me in the slot. I think he might have ran like a maybe like a curl something. I came late to it. He gave yeah. me a one-two. And I'm uh. just there standing. He's fun. <laughs> I didn't even touch him, man. Shout out to the safety that got him down. Yeah. But, yo, <laughs> It, Those are some ball and, players, man. And, and, and then you know it's super funny, man. So, um, so that was in college, man. So that was probably like mm. two thousand, two thousand one. Yeah. When we were living in South Florida, so this was probably twenty, maybe twenty twenty one. I was at mm. event. I was at a uh, an event, 
at a dinner and Reggie was there. And I went and hollered at him. I was like, Reggie, you know, I played against you. I pit, da, da, da. He was like, hold on, what was your number? I was like, seven. He was like, man, I was just about to put you, um, <laughs> post this picture, you on my throwback Thursday or something yeah. like that. I was catching pass. And then I was like, oh, heck, God. So he showed me the picture. I was like, oh, I rocked you on that play, though. <laughs> oh, <bro. laughs> yeah. No, nah, but it was cool. super cool. It was super cool. Super cool, yeah. man. That's um, good stuff. Take you back to your, your time at Pitt. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some of your fondest memories? Some of my fondest memories, definitely those Saturdays, man. Um, you know, it's a different feeling playing in front of, you know, thousands of people, great atmosphere. Pittsburgh's a, you know, great sports city. Um, and that was another reason why I gravitated towards choosing Pitt. So um, definitely playing on Saturdays was huge. And then um, just spending time in the locker room with the guys, you know, um, in dorm rooms and stuff like that. You know, you can't replace, you know, the bonds you create and, uh, the memories you share with those guys you spend every every day pretty much for the whole year or so for for four years so you uh you definitely have some fond memories with you know with those guys and um yeah those those two things are definitely you know my top memories for sure and so you said for four <clears throat> years but I felt mm-hmm. like for the because of COVID, I felt like Castle's in, in college for like six, seven years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Yeah. yeah. So how was that, man? Like dealing with COVID and playing, like everything that came that came along with it. People trying to decide: Do I leave? Do I go? Like, yeah. it, it was it was a lot going on. Yeah, it was a weird. It, it was definitely a weird time. Just you know, I mean, it forced everybody just to adapt. Um, you know, nobody was really comfortable during that time. Um, everybody was kind of you know, wondering what was next. And, and uh, that was a battle in itself, just trying to stay sharp and, and focused on what we had to do, um, you know, day in and day out, not having to worry about what's going on in the outside world. But at the same time, you do have to worry about what's going on in the outside world. So that was definitely a weird time and, and uh, definitely challenging to, to navigate and, and stay, you know, stay sharp, like I said, and, and in the moment for sure. So. But it was it was good, man. It's, uh, you know, we're battle tested for that for sure. Definitely, definitely. And so, I guess it was the the summer before your senior year. Mm-hmm. You interned with Orange Arrow, for and sure. so you were first. Actually, now I think about it, it's all coming together. You were first introduced to Orange Arrow through uh, Ra Ra, right? Raphael. Through Ra Ra, yeah. yeah so, I forgot about that. Yeah, I think Ra Ra. Rara might have reached out to Shockey, and then Shockey had, yeah, I think that's how it went down. But yeah, Rara was uh was a guy, so uh, yeah, big ups to to Rara for sure. Yeah, Rara and Shockey, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what's up. The um, and so you join virtually, mm-hmm. and so I think maybe like once or twice, and then I know you wanted to get back involved. Schedules mm-hmm. in alive, but now we are the summer before your your uh, your last year there. And uh, you become an intern. So first of all, how did you find out about the uh, the opportunity, the internship? Um, I think through, I want to say it was through uh, Logan, our academic advisor. She mm-hmm. thought that would be, um, you know, a good fit for me. And uh, thankfully she did because I really enjoyed my time, you know, with you guys. So, um, yeah, that was big. But, um yeah, definitely, you know, 
doing that internship, it definitely opened my eyes to a lot of things. Um, you know, one being how important it is to give back and how, you know, such small acts or how you think such small acts can really impact the youth. Um, just spending time with them, just, you know, making them laugh, making them smile, having fun with them. You know, that, that changes their lives essentially. Like those are memories they'll never forget. So that was definitely big for me. And then also, you know, it kind of exposed me to some of my weaknesses as well. Um, you know, just what things I can improve on um, when it comes to, you know, working in like a, a real workspace or, you know, anything like that. Um, and then just interacting with people as well. So communicating. So um, I'm definitely very thankful for that experience. And um, it definitely helped me grow a lot. Yeah, I um the one thing that's great about having um, student athletes as an intern is that you know, I have an opportunity to really get to know you all, but then also help support you all, you know, support you on your personal growth. But then also like the work you all do with us really, really matters. I like to say our team is small, uh, but mighty. And so it's not like you got a large company where you're just, you know, just somebody just there and yep. you just sign up and know what you do really actually really matters. And so sure. it was a pleasure having you and the rest of the, uh, the guys and the girls that was part of it that summer. That was a, that was a fun summer. And so we sure. think about your time with Orange Arrow. What's the, um, what's the memory that comes to mind? Was it like going to McKeesport? Like anything, anything stands out to you? Yeah, I think definitely going to McKeesport. That's kind of what I, what I drew, uh, drew from that. Um, you know, like I said, just spending time with the kids, spending time with the guys too. Um, just, you know, whole, uh, the whole interaction, really the whole experience. Um, yeah, it was really just, it was great. It was great. So thank you for that. No, nah, thank you. And so we said that's the summer before your last season. And mm -hmm. I've sent you text messages and I shared this with you, man. Congratulations on all the success. Um, your entire career, but especially your your um, last season there. And I was watching, I forgot which game I was watching, but I was mm -hmm. watching the game and I was like, yo, hold on. Do my guy Jay Wayne got yeah. the OA or band on there? And I you was like, it that's that's super dope so yeah you didn't tell me i didn't ask you to do it but man why did you rock the band i think like i said it, it just it uh it opened my eyes a lot um you know so whenever i i look down and i see the band um you know i might not even always be consciously but i think just the experience i had and um you know like i said it really just helped me grow in a lot of ways that I wasn't really aware of, um, you know, I think I owe a lot to, to that experience. And like I said, I'm very thankful for it. I'm very grateful for it. So I think it's, uh, you know, also what, what the organization stands for and, and what it, it, uh, it's, its goal is and what it's trying to accomplish. I think that's huge. So anyway, I can, I can support that. Um, you know, I'm, I'm definitely going to, no, I appreciate you. Oh, that's love, man. That that's mad love. I um uh, I'm glad I didn't embarrass you and lock you down like on camera and things. So therefore, you know what I mean. I don't, I don't take your experience. You know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> no, all jokes aside, I appreciate you, my guy. Of and course. So, and so, um, you talked about this a little bit earlier. Um, mm -hmm. having the opportunity to be able to pursue your dream of being a professional athlete, particularly you know playing in the in the NFL, and mm -hmm. so. 
I know you're training now, getting prepared for it. So how has this experience uh, been for you? And then how do you feel being so close to, uh, to something that you've been dreaming about um, for a while now? Man, it's, it's so exciting. Um, you know, and this is an environment I feel like I thrive in where I can just put my head down you know, eliminate all distractions, just focus on, on one thing. And that's to, you know, reach my, my full potential athletically, um, you know, mentally, um, just really trying to fine tune and sharpen up skills. Um, you know, I'm loving, it. I'm having, you know, the time of my life right now. So, you know, this is, this is everything I could ever ask for. Super dope. And so as we close, I mean, you embody what it means to be more than an athlete. And as you know, the mission of Orange Arrow is to coach student-athletes aim for success mm-hmm. off the field, off the track, out of the pool, wherever the playing arena may be. Why is it important to be more than an athlete, to be successful outside of your sport? You know, our, our careers all end eventually. You can't play your sport, you know, forever, so... I think just the doors it opens and the opportunities it opens for you after you're playing your sport. Um, you know, you never know what's going to happen or when you're going to need somebody or anything like that. So, um, you know, making these relationships and, and just these connections, I, I feel like it's huge. Um, and then also, I mean, on the other side of it too, you know, giving back, um, using your platform for something bigger than yourself, something bigger than your name. Um, like like Orange Arrow is doing, like you gave me the opportunity to do to give back. So it, it changes people's lives, and um, you know, if you if you do those things, then you know how can you not be be successful? So um, I think I think it's huge. I think it's huge to be you know just as good as you are off the field as you are on the field. My guy, well, appreciate you, man. Thank you for your time. Thank you for rocking with us, man. Thank you. All the blessings coming your way, man. Looking forward to getting connected soon. Obviously. Awesome. My God. I'm I'm sorry. I I did this part in my head, man. Like, five. Can you do (laughs) something for me? So we have to see see what your new number is going to be. But hey, can you do something for me? My God. Appreciate you, dog. Thank you.